to have a little spiritual recess now it's time to come back to class mm -hmm. don't y'all go to sleep just because you just had recess because if you only come to school for recess you leave a dummy praise the Lord you got to come to tell your neighbor come to class if you want to leave knowing something you got to come to class amen Let's go to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. You won't have to turn too far today because we're going to look at verse 1. That is our text by the leading of the Lord. I deliberated, asked the Lord what text should be used for this topic Lord said, just start at the beginning and let that bring be the springboard and the fundamental text for today. Genesis 1 and 1, are you there? Can we read this together? I didn't hear too many amens. I hope we can read this together. Just one verse. All right, what does the Bible say? In the beginning, God created the heaven and all right some of y'all didn't even have to read that because you know it by heart in the beginning God created hallelujah hallelujah he created the heaven and the earth the message from the Lord to us today is this God said I am the creator mm -hmm. God said I am the creator turn to your name and say neighbor God said I am the creator Let's learn, let's learn, let's learn today. Because I'm, I'm certain that many of us who call ourselves followers of Jesus' word, we have read this verse multiple times. We just proved it, right? Some of y'all knew it by heart. You didn't even have to read it. Beyond this being the first uh, verse that one reads when opening the Holy Scriptures, many people view Genesis 1 and 1 as the beginning of the greatest story ever told. However, I would assume that some here have not perceived a profound truth contained in this seemingly unassuming verse. I would like to submit to you today that there is a reason why these words are the first words in the Bible. Praise the Lord. Genesis 1 and 1 not only introduces us to the almighty self-existent one, does not only introduce us to God, but it immediately reveals a non-moral attribute 
that one must understand and embrace if he or she will enter into relationship and fellowship with God. This non-moral attribute reveals a powerful truth that once embraced, once accepted, will result in an individual receiving a life-changing perspective. And that revelation that we are given is that God is the creator. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus. This truth is significant because throughout the scriptures we read about the great power that God has. We read about it over and over again. How potent he is. He is called the blessed and only potentate. The king of kings and the lord of lords. And so this first revelation of that power that we are able to see is when God used it to create. It's the first time we come in contact with the power of God, with his ability to create. And what we learn then from his ability to create on the scale in which we see it, meaning he was able to create all things. What we learn then is that if he is able to create all things, there is nothing impossible with him. Mm -hmm. If God can create all things, then that means that there is nothing too hard for him. He can do whatever he desires because he has the power to create. God said, I am the creator. Hallelujah to Jesus. Are y'all still with me? If he can create, that means there's no limit to his power. He is omnipotent. He has all power if he can create. And those who uh, accept the truth, amen, of God being able to create, never fall into despair. They never get there because they know that God is the creator. Those that accept this, they, they always have hope for a brighter tomorrow because they know in whom they have believed. They have believed in the creator. They live in a realm of Trusting in God's power to make from nothing everything that is needed. <laughs> oh, bless the name of God. Tell your neighbor, God can create. Now, what do we mean when we say that God can create? What we mean is that God is able to cause anything to come into existence, though it may not have been there before. He has the power to bring about, the power to cause to happen. He has the power to make. Even if what is there now did not follow a natural or ordinary process. And this is no small thing. 
This is a profound truth. And all who want to live a victorious life must embrace the fact that God is the creator. If you want to be prosperous and victorious in Christ, you must embrace by faith that God is the creator. Why do I make that claim? If you want to be victorious, you must embrace this. I want to show you something in the word of God. Romans chapter 1. Turn there, please, if you would. I want to read some verses from Romans chapter 1 to validate, to, to, to support the fact that if you want to be prosperous, if you want to live victoriously spiritually, you must embrace the fact that God is the creator. Verse number 18 of Romans chapter 1. The Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it unto them. Listen to this. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood, how? By the things that are made. Even his eternal power and Godhead. So that they are without excuse. The only way or at least the initial way or one of the first ways that we understand the power and nature of God who is invisible is by looking at that which he's created which is visible. This is why David said the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no voice or language where their voice is not heard. Everybody around the globe, no matter what language, no matter what pattern of speech or communication, can look at the handiwork that they see around them and come to the conclusion there must be a God. Because all of the order that I see in everyday life could not have sprung out of chaos. There must be something. This is where we start. There must be something, some entity that set everything in order. Praise the Lord. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood. We understand, and praise the Lord, our God, by the things that he made. What do we understand? His eternal power. Do you see what we mean? That if God can create, he can do anything. He has all power. And the Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were what? Neither were what? Y'all still reading with me? They were not thankful. I tell your neighbor, you got to appreciate this revelation. Praise the Lord. They weren't thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. 
and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And what did they do? They changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. They did not want to retain God. In their knowledge, these people that had the way revealed to them but chose to go their own way. There is a way, the Bible says, that seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. This is why Jesus said, I am the way. The truth and the life. You don't come to an understanding of God but by Jesus the Christ. Oh, praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Verse 24, wherefore, because of what they did, God gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between them Selves. This is why we said if you want to be victorious spiritually, you better embrace the fact by faith that God is the creator. Because when you reject that fact, praise the Lord, you risk God turning you over, amen, to yourself. And there is nothing more dangerous for a man to be left to himself. The Bible says that a child left to himself will bring his mother to shame. Praise our God. Verse 25, they changed the truth of God into a lie. Mm-hmm. And worshiped and served what? The creature more than the creator who is blessed forevermore. Amen. And for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. You can read the rest. But again, we solidify by the word of God that if you don't accept God as the creator, amen, you caught yourself off from sanity and you open yourself up to insanity. Mm -hmm. People get mad with me now, but I'm going to say it because it's in the word. It's insane for a man to love a man the way a man should love a woman. That's insane. It's uh, insane for a woman, amen, to love a woman the way a woman should love a man. That's insane. Did you see what the word said? Because they denied the truth that they had been given about God being the creator, they literally flipped the script of worship from going upward to going down. God gave them up to vile affections. This is why our land and our, our world is being caught up in this LGBTQ and however many letters they got after that agenda. Because man over time has consciously denied the fact that God is the creator. And when you deny that God is the creator, you deny his power. Who oh, praise our God. Mm-hmm. Tell your neighbor, I'm still in class. So this then is the plight of the atheist. The atheist. Theist means one who is with God. A theist is a person with God. So listen, when you are a theist, then you are without God. 
That's the prefix A in front of the word theist. You are without God. Or this is the plight of the evolutionist that has decided to try to put what they see in the hands of cosmic forces and not in the hands of God. This is the, 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 the plight even of the agnostic. Gnostic means to know. So the ag, the agnostic, is a person that says they don't know. They haven't concluded yet whether there is a God or not. This is their plight, praise the Lord. Amen. They have given themselves over to a state of insanity. Because they cut themselves off from God. Amen. They cut themselves off from believing who God is. And therefore they open themselves up to a world of spiritual sorrows and degradation. And all of that ends in eternal destruction. And so this is why we need to resolve to embrace by faith that God is the creator. Let the church say amen. All you have to do, saints and friends, is read amen through the Old Testament. And you'll see this truth strongly established. If you read in Psalm 146, verses 5 and 6, amen, and in Hebrews 11 and 3, Psalm 146, amen, that says God created the world and all that is therein. And Hebrews 11 and 3 said, by faith, amen, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which appear, amen, were not made of that which can be seen, if you allow me to paraphrase. Amen. The Bible lets us know that God created the world. Let the church say amen. Amen. And in creating the world, God created male and female. If you look back in Genesis chapter 1, amen, where we began, praise our God, we look at verse number 27. Oh, praise the Lord. And the Bible says, so God created man in his own image. He created man. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. We don't have any indication of any other species connected to humanity being created besides male and female. We don't have any indication of a middle a species being created or a middle variation in the species being created. This is why, praise the Lord, because of the word of God, we so vehemently teach against these new movements regarding humanity. These movements saying that some are homosexual or some are transgender or whatever other the concoctions of man's fallen imagination amen come out of their mouth the bible says clearly that god created male and female let the church say amen Oh, praise the Lord. And this is significant because if God created us as we were in his image, that means that we did not evolve from anything else. Do you not know that there is no other species on the planet that is closer genetically than human beings? I know a lot of times folk in the world run around talking about different races. Well, let me tell you, first of all, there are 
are not different races. There's only one race and that's called the human race. Study anthropology and you'll understand the conclusions. There may be different ethnicities and variations within the species but there is no species on the face of the earth that is closer to each other genetically than what God made in his own image. The monkey, praise the Lord, is more different from another kind of monkey than you are from him even though you're different ethnicities. So that's why we got to cut that race nonsense out. And don't just go with what the world tells you. Amen. If you go back to the Bible, you'll hear that by one blood, God made all men for to dwell upon the face of the earth. Here we go. Here come now folk getting upset even in the church because I know some of y'all just love your customs and you love your traditions and you love where you come from and you act like where you came from is the best on the face of the earth. I'm here to bust up that nonsense and that mentality and let you know I don't care what class system they taught you. I don't care what kind of rank they taught you. I don't care if you think you come from a high socioeconomic status you ain't no different from the man next to you I don't care how much money you got you ain't nothing but a different kind of person with more money but if you strip the money away you ain't nothing different from the poor man on the street Ah, hallelujah. I know you think because of your color, amen, that you ought to be higher than somebody else. Amen. We got African Americans running around talking about, well, the lighter skinned ones ought to be better than the darker skinned ones. You ain't no different from the man next to you. The Bible lets us know by one blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. Have God made all nations, not all races, because there's only one. He made all nations for to dwell upon the face of the earth. Tell your neighbor, God is the creator. Mm, thank you, Jesus Christ. Bible lets us know in Psalm 78, 24 and 25 that God was still creating. Amen. The Bible says that God made manna to fall from the heavens. Amen. Who else could make bread fall from the heavens? The Bible says that in those days, man did eat angels' food. In other words, this was a heavenly substance. Uh, not grown in the ground uh, of the earth, but this was from God. Uh, Let the church say amen. Uh, if you look in Second Kings chapter 7, uh, you'll see the Lord on whose hand the king leaned. Uh, and he questioned the word of the prophet uh, whether or not God could make windows in heaven. Uh, mm, there was a famine in those days and Elisha said uh, that tomorrow about this time uh, there's going to be a great breaking of this famine if you allow me to paraphrase. Uh, And the man on whom the king leaned looked at the prophet and said, if God would make windows in heaven, shall these things be? Well, we know the story that at that time tomorrow, there was a great abundance in the nation. Why? Because God is the creator. Let the church say amen. If you really want to get deep with it, you'll read 
read Isaiah 45 and 7, which says, God created light and darkness. And he said he created peace and evil. I'm not going to go into that, but maybe another time. All you need to accept is that God is the creator. Let the church say amen. Now I'm so glad that God being the creator didn't just stop in the Old Testament because the New Testament lets us know that God is also the creator. But it adds another layer of truth to this revelation that allows our faith to grow even stronger. What we learn in the New Testament is that our Lord Jesus Christ who is the same yesterday today and forever is altogether God in flesh let the church say amen I wish y'all come along with me now amen because what you need to understand is that God came in Christ isn't that what the Bible says that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself so even though the flesh had a beginning the spirit in the flesh was eternal this is why the Bible lets us know amen that Jesus was able to defeat sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us that walk not after the flesh but after the spirit come on somebody amen if you come in touch and get in line with the spirit amen you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh because what God did was he made victory possible in the same humanity that we live in he was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin so God came in flesh and he called himself Jesus the Christ let the church say amen and so now in the New Testament we can put a name on the creator come on and say amen oh my Lord my Lord I thank you Holy Ghost turn to John chapter 1 amen the gospel according to John chapter 1 we find similar words here amen parallelism between Genesis chapter 1 in John 1 and verse 1 the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God turn to your neighbor and say the word was God thank you Jesus Christ so if the word was God then that means God was the word come on and Amen. Verse 2, the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 3 is key here. All things were made 
by him and without him was not anything made that was made well if the word was God and the word created all things and based on verse 14 we know that the word was made flesh and his name was called Jesus that means that theologically we should be able to assign the name Jesus to the creator come on and stay with me now now I'm in Colossians can you get there as quickly as possible to further verify the fact that we can put the name of God which is Jesus Christ on the creator verse 12 says giving thanks unto the father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light who had delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son now stick with the word of God grammatically because son there in your Bible should be a capital S so we're not talking about any boy walking around Palestine we're talking about the son of God whose name is Jesus the Christ let the church say amen Bible said that this son, the kingdom of the son, that in whom we have redemption through his blood, who is the antecedent of his, it is the son. Come on and say amen. We have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Who is? The son is the image of the invisible visible God the firstborn of every creature and by him by the son come on now in other words by the word made flesh because God was in Christ by him were all things what created not because Jesus was an eternal son but because Jesus is God in flesh, the spirit in the flesh created all things that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him him and he is before all things come on the eternal spirit was before all things and again the eternal spirit came in flesh and by him all things consist and he is the head of the body hallelujah the church who is the beginning the first Born from the dead, that in all things.
things he might have the preeminence. Let the church say man. And so I hope what you understand by the word of God is that if Jesus is God, that means that we can put the name on the creator. So if God is the creator and his name is Jesus, that means that when we call on the name of God, we have access to the same power, hallelujah, that created the heaven and the earth. Let the church say amen. This is why we love 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. For the Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. How is it possible for us to be a new creature? Because God is the creator. And he can make whatever he wants to make. If he sees in your old status if he sees you in your sinful state oh lord all he has to do is move in your direction and use that same power that he used to speak the worlds into existence in your life how many thank God for the word of God that same word that made the stars that made the sun and the moon that same word that brought grass from the earth that same word that separated the waters from the water that same word that made the firmament that same word that said let there be light and there was light that same word if it's spoken in your direction can get rid of your sin and make you a new creation. For if any man, I wish I would help me preach here, be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold all things have become new. Is anybody glad in here that the Lord has the power that Jesus has the power to make something out of nothing thank you Holy Ghost he showed up in John chapter 2 to validate John chapter 1 at the wedding in Cana and the Bible said they had no wine and the Bible said that Mary who had known something about this child she had came to him and said listen Jesus I know you're not ordinary so I need you to do something here they have no wine Jesus said mother woman what have I to do with thee mine hour has not yet come come on and say amen 
and know Jesus. He said, my hour has not come yet. But let me tell y'all something about the God that I serve, whose name is Jesus. It's very hard for him to see somebody in need and not help them. Jesus. I said, it's difficult. That's why he sat on his throne for years. Couldn't you just see God on the throne? If he was on the throne, because we know God is a spirit, but just in our imagination, couldn't you see God on the throne rocking back and forth as he saw mankind in trouble, as he saw mankind in difficulty, dying from their sin. They were all their lifetime subject to bondage, and he sat there on his throne saying it's hard for me to stay here, but the Bible says in the fullness of time, God sent his son made of a woman, made under the law. Come on, somebody. Tell your neighbor, God has a time, and his time is called due time. Come on and say amen. He got to the place where humanity was in trouble, where he said, I just can't help myself. So I'm coming down through 40 and two generations. I'm coming down through the seed of David so I can help my prize creation, which has gone wrong. Come on and say amen. All right, back to the example in Cana. Jesus said, listen, my hour has not come yet, but it's hard for Jesus to see you in need and not help you out. And so Mary told the men there, listen, whatever he says, just do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, whatever Jesus said, just do it. Come on, turn to somebody else here. I'm starting to heat up now. Tell your neighbor, whatever Jesus said, just do it. The Bible lets me know that he said, bring me six water pots. Jesus, bring me six water pots and fill them up to the brim. I serve a God that won't do things halfway. He's always going to fill you till you can't take no more. Oh, Lord. Even in Cana, he didn't say fill those things up halfway. Fill them up to the brim. Give it all you got. Put everything in there that you've got and watch me turn it around. I wish I had an apostolic church in here that wasn't affected by the weather and the rain and knew that you got Jesus on the inside to combat the outside weather. Come on and shout, yeah. Jesus said, take what you got. I know all you had to offer him, Deacon, was brokenness and strife. But he's the creator. And he'll make something beautiful out of your life. I wish I had somebody that would touch their neighbor and say, neighbor, God is able to turn it around. Oh, y'all get up off your seat, y'all lazy saints. Come on, y'all. Come on here with me. Amen. I want to help y'all here. Grab your neighbor and say, neighbor, God is able. Now loose that neighbor and turn around. 
God is able to turn it around. That's right, that's right. Come on, y'all. Grab that other neighbor and say, neighbor, God is able to turn it around. How many know he's able? How many know he's able? He's the creator. And if he wants to, he can turn it around. Shout yeah. The water pots were filled with two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen, but no carbon. And anything with life must have that sixth element of carbon. So God looked at the lifeless, the H2O in the pot. And by the time he got finished working his creatorial power, all of a sudden, Water, which no carbon, became wine, which has carbon. In other words, Jesus put life into that which is lifeless. And that's the same thing he did with you. He took your old dead self, dead in trespasses and sin, dead in the wickedness of the world. We were by nature the children of disobedience. But how many know when Jesus got done with you. He changed you from death to life. Yes, he did. He put life in my soul. Hallelujah. He put life in my soul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad I got the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost is life. The Holy Ghost is the power of God. And when you got the power, I said, when you got the power, there's nothing that you can't do. Come on. He's able to do exceedingly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that works in you. It works in you. It works in you. Lift your hands and shout, yeah. Hallelujah. We have this treasure in earthen vessel that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We weren't the originator of the power. But I'm so glad I feel like preaching here. I'm, I'm so glad that when God, the Lord Jesus, gave me the power, he said, now I want you to tread on serpents and I want you to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing, nothing, nothing shall by any means hurt you. If you got the power, you ought to walk in that power. If you got the power, you ought to use that power. Don't you sit there thinking you're not able for with God for with God for with God 
all things all things all things are possible shout yeah shout yeah shout yeah how many got the power I said how many got the power that same power that said let there be is in you right now that same power that created the stars is in you right now hallelujah if you know you got the power if you know you got the power touch your neighbor and say neighbor I got the power I got the power I got the power I got the power I will I will I shall use my power hallelujah hallelujah some of y'all here you've been struggling for a long time fooling around with the same issue I feel like preaching here you've been bound for too long but I know that God said I am the creator and if I put my spirit in you the same power that came out of me can come out of you all you got to do is accept by faith that God is the creator. Even if I don't see it right now, all I need to do is open my big mouth and start speaking because that's all God did. He didn't put his hand to nothing. He didn't pull out a square. He didn't pull out any tools. All he did was open his mouth and say what needed to happen and it happened and he's telling you here I have given you the same power I have given you the same ability through my spirit so if you don't see what you need open your mouth and speak it Open your mouth and speak it and then give God the glory because the power has been released. The power has been released. Hallelujah. Death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it will eat the fruit thereof. How many are ready to eat some fruit? How many are ready to eat some realizations? How many are ready to partake of that which God said is already yours? Tell your neighbor, neighbor, what I need is in my mouth. I'm up here preaching doctrine. I'm preaching biblical doctrine that some of y'all don't even want to say it because you lack faith. 
That's all your problem is. You're going to sit there and rehearse all of the other times. Well, I tried to do this and it didn't work. I tried that and it didn't work. I did this and it didn't work. All you're doing is rehearsing negativity instead of knowing that this is the day that the Lord has made. And today, you ought to get busy rejoicing. Today, you ought to get busy giving God the glory. This is another day. This is a new day. God said I make all things new I'm not dealing with the old forget about what happened yesterday you have today you have right now I don't care what happened before if you need it whatever you need if you need healing if you need deliverance if you need joy if you need more power if you need more passion if you need more anointing, if you need more love, if you need victory, if you need freedom, if you need to be loose, if you need to be joy, if you need to be uplifted, if you need the Holy Ghost, open up your mouth and speak it. Say it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to refuse to sit down anymore. I refuse to be under the Satan, be under Satan's foot. I have the power of the Creator in me. I have the anointing that destroys every yoke. I will get up. I will rejoice. I will be free. I will be healed. I will be delivered. I will be made whole. I will open your mouth. Say, I will. I will. I will be made whole. And when I speak, I'm going to speak with authority. You hear what we say? I'm going to speak with authority. You think God sat up there in the beginning of time? You think the all-powerful God, the omnipotent one, the creator, you think he sat on his throne in the beginning of time and said, let there be light. With a question mark on his face, wondering if it was going to happen. You think God sat up there and said, Well, let's see if this works. No, he didn't. Because he knew what kind of power he had. He knew all he had. He knew all he had to do was open his mouth. 
All he had to do was open his mouth. And as soon as he opened his mouth, it was coming. As soon as he opened his mouth, it was coming. As soon as he opened his mouth, it was going to materialize. If he gave you that same power, why won't you open your mouth? Why won't you be free? Why won't you be delivered? Why are you sitting there all down and out? If you need joy, open your mouth and say, I will be joyful. I will be joyful. I will be loosed. I'm not going to be bound anymore. Anymore. I will. I will. I will be free. I'm trying to help some of y'all here because God said I'm the creator and I can make your situation whatever I want it to be. If you pray in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost said open your mouth, you better open it up, Jill. Open it up, Brother Holmes. Open it up, Zariah. Open your mouth, Mother South. Open your mouth, Sister Webster. Open your mouth, child of God and say, I, I will, I will, I will be free. I'm free to praise. I said, I'm free to praise. I feel like preaching here. I'm free to praise. I'm free to run. I'm free to rejoice. I'm free to leap for my joy. The devil ain't got nothing on me. Enough is enough. I am a child of God. And if he is the creator, then he's able to turn it around. Yeah! 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 He's able to turn it around. Turn it around. Jesus, turn it around. Shout Don't tell me about your bondage. You're only as bound as your mind is bound. Tyreek, if you want to be free, get back on your knees and tell the devil in the name of Jesus, loose me.
y'all need to open your mouth you need to say in the name of Jesus you old nasty devil you old devil of bondage don't you talk to me anymore I got the power I got the power I got the power loose me loose me loose me loose me I will be free I wish, I wish y'all could really praise God without music. Because somebody here right now feel like doubting. But if you start giving God the glory right where you are, the anointing of God will fall on you. Because the truth of God has been spoken. Brother Suleiman, you want healing? You got to come back to your knees and say in the name of Jesus, loose me. Sister Vic, you want the devil to get out of your way? I don't care what obstacle he puts in front of you. All you got to do is open your mouth and say, Satan, loose me. Some of y'all wish, some of y'all wish you, your feet could get loose. You wish you could run around. But that enemy trying to get on you. All you need to do is open your mouth and say, Satan, loose me. Loose me. Loose me. Loose me. I will be free. I will feel the anointing. The anointing will loose you. The anointing will loose you. Lose her, lose her, lose her, lose her. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever that besetting sin is. You ought to get down on your knees and say, in the name of Jesus, I shall be loosed. I'm not going to let this thing trip me up anymore. I will be loosed. Because I got the power of the creator in my soul. Hallelujah. I'm going to break out of this thing. Hallelujah. Some of y'all need to come back tonight. Tonight's service, Lord, lays coming life last. Some of y'all need to stand up and just testify. You just need to stand up and just declare the goodness of the Lord amongst God's people. Stop sitting down on it. Stop acting like you too shy. You got the Holy Ghost. Ask the Lord to give me boldness so I can stand up and open my mouth. And declare the goodness. Of the Lord. Years coming to a close, is that right? Some of y'all haven't got up and testified yet this year. You better be thankful. I told you a few months ago, last month, whatever it was, find your mind and be thankful. You better open your mouth and tell God, thank you. 
You better open your mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. Because the situation could be very different. You could be laid up in a hospital bed right now without the activities of your limbs. But how many have hands to clap? How many have feet to pat? How many have a voice to shout with? You better give God all the praise. All right. I've gone long enough. But I'm just trying to help y'all see that nothing is impossible with God. Because he has the ability to create. He can make something out of nothing. Didn't he awaken barren women's wombs? Wombs that did not bring forth life all of a sudden contrary to natural and ordinary process. They were able to bring forth life. Don't you tell me what God can't do. If he can make a 90-year-old woman give birth, he can fix your problem. I know y'all wanna, don't want to believe that because some of y'all want to be sorrowful. You want to have a pity party. You love days like this, overcast, rainy, and raw. That's the kind of spirit you got. You got an overcast, rainy, raw spirit. I, I'm glad I got a sunshine spirit. I got to give God the praise all the time, spirit. I got a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. That's what the Lord gave me. And even though everything ain't perfect, I told God last week, I said, Lord, a couple weeks ago, I said, Lord, even if you don't fix this situation, I'm making up in my mind right now, I'm still going to give you the praise. I'm still going to praise you. Don't you know that not long after I said that, the Lord allowed me to see something that nobody else saw that's going to work out the situation for me? Now, maybe the Lord wouldn't let me found that if I would have resolved to be grumpy. If I would have resolved to be mad at him and say, why'd you let this happen to me? Well, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord... Delivereth him out of them all. Why am I going to waste time in the sanctuary worrying about a problem that God has already fixed in his time? I might as well get busy giving God the glory anyhow because I know that he is my way maker. He is my sustainer. He is my joy. He is my salvation. He is my helper. And I I will not fear what man can do unto me. So 
So I'm going to praise him. I've come too far. Y'all excuse me. Uncle Jimmy, I've come too far. And you've come too far to go back in the world. You come too far to doubt him now. Any God that can wake you up out of a deathly coma that man said should kill you from 1999 to 2018. Next year will be 20 years since the Lord woke you up. And he didn't just save your life. He saved your soul. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Any God that can straighten out your back. Stop you from getting all them shots you used to have to get. Who wouldn't serve a God like this? Any God that can heal your body from a door falling on your head? The man should have been dead. Congo should have been packed up. But he's right there where God purposed him to be. Still giving God the glory. What you sitting there moaning and groaning about. You serve the God that is the creator. Brought you from the hood to the good. Took the cigarettes out of your pocket. Brought you to a place where folks said, don't go to. And kept you clean for 10 years. Brought you out of bipolar disorder and put a word in your mouth. Shrug you out of the chains of death and gave your hands to work with for the Lord. Don't you get God no motion praise. Get out of yourself. Give God the glory. When you left jail, oh, I say when you went in, they had silver bracelets on you. Now you go back with a Bible in your hand. You better not stand over there acting like you're so refined now that you can't shout out of your jacket. God's been good to you. Sister Direct, don't you stop jumping. I don't care if people think, well, she don't have to do all that. You don't know how good God has been. You know how good God's been to you. Go ahead and give him the glory despite what the dry, dead folk want to say. Because God is the creator. <laughs> 35 years. You pulled that slot arm down. But it's been a long time now since you've done anything but participate in the grace of giving. I could keep going, but y'all would get mad with me because you said I preached too long. So let me shut up now and just say, Hallelujah!
I wish I could stop, but I can't let it go. I feel like running. I feel like jumping. I feel, I feel, I feel. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. The Lord is the creator. Somebody said, don't you wait till the battle is over. You better shout now. Joshua, you ought to make up in your mind you're going to receive the Holy Ghost before this day is over. Because the anointing of the Lord is working with you right now. All you got to do is say, Lord, fill me up. That's all you got to do, son. Lord, fill me up. And watch him do it. How many of y'all know God? How many of y'all know God is able to do anything? I want somebody in here today to take a step of faith towards this altar. It's gonna be a quick altar call here. Y'all ready? I want you to take a step of faith. Whatever it is you need, I want you to put it in your mouth. Say, Lord. I need whatever it is you need. I want you to put that in your mouth. I want you to come here, touch this altar, and go back to your seat giving God the glory. The Bible said they were healed as they went. Come on and give it to the Lord Jesus right now. You know he's able to do it for you. Give it to him right now by a word of faith. And then go back to your seat giving God the glory. Whatever healing, deliverance, joy, power, peace, love, Passion, strength, power, whatever, 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 yeah!